Welcome to Minute 17 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and once again, Tom is still in the cooler, so he's not going to be able to, to join us this week because uh, the Wi-Fi doesn't seem to be working there. Uh, but joining me today is Todd Liebenau of uh, the Forgotten Filmcast. Uh, Todd? Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, always fun, always fun. All right, so Minute 17 starts off with Tat from uh, one of the Russian prisoners, and goes all the way till you see a, a, a German officer responding to Danny. As as we mentioned yesterday, the minute ended with Danny running his hand through his through his. It makes it look like he's scratching his head or whatever. But, but now we actually understand why he was doing that because he he realized that uh, you know everyone else is uh, wearing some sort of hat. He, uh, he's I guess you can't say he's he's bareheaded, but uh, he's just you know he's uh, <laughs> something seems to be missing. So he decided to, to to find a way to resolve that situation. So he just uh, steals someone's hat, <laughs> which is what you would always do. You know, now, the other guy has mask, no hat. He just takes a hat from the guy. <laughs> yeah, but that other guy, is, he's old. So, you well, know, it's, uh... And, yeah, if Charles Bronson needs a hat, Charles Bronson takes a hat. I mean, you know. And he just says, thank you. That's, <laughs> that's all he does. That's the way it goes. He, you know, he doesn't even, uh, um, he doesn't even try to, to, to do anything else. And the Russian doesn't even react. No, the the other guy is he, the guy is is completely unfazed. You know, he, he barely even flinches that this other guy reaches over and grabs his hat. He's just like, "Hey, that's my hat," type of thing. It's just, "Oh, you know, go ahead, take the hat. What do I care?" You know, I guess maybe they just take hats all the time in this line. You know, the people just grab hat. I mean, they're one hat short, and so they all take turns snatching hats from each other or something it like that. It could be, could be. I mean, I, I I'm concerned about lice. I'm sure there is a health lice population in that line. Yes. I have absolutely no doubt about that. In, in yes. the line and in the camp. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that, that, that would be an interesting thing to, you know, maybe that's why earlier. Now do the, I was thinking the exact same thing. Now do the lice try to escape? Do, do they have a team of Nazi, uh, you know, uh, lice uh, guards that keep the other prisoner lice from trying to escape from the camp? Uh, maybe, maybe so. But again, uh, as as we know that that uh, you know the Russian is going to get his hat back, so basically get out. <laughs> yeah, that's the real <laughs> great escape. <laughs> but now the lice are mixing; they're mixing the Russian lice with the Bronson lice. You know, the Bronson lice obviously are going to you know they'll be fighting it out on the scalp there. There, that's a whole nother movie right there. That's an animated spinoff of the Great Escape, where you have little animated lice. Uh, and they're fighting it out there. It's a little, you know, World War II lice style on the scalp of this half-bald Russian guy that Bronson stole the hat from. Let's get Pixar on that right away. Hit with that. Todd, you, you've got some great ideas so far. You're, you're, you really, you, you gotta start, you gotta start patenting these things. Hey, you know, send me out to Hollywood to pitch. Yeah, absolutely, man. What am I doing here? Copywriting them. Well, you're, besides giving off the, giving out your, your ideas. So someone I'm else losing out on my millions. I'm telling you. That's right. That's right. Now, what, what I found funny is, is when after he takes the the hat, if you, if you see in the background, you see there's just uh, two guys hanging out of a window, just just taking a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's like let's just. I got nothing to do, so why don't I just watch these Russian prisoners leave the camp? Well, you know, you got you got to make the extras earn their pay, and there's a lot of extras in this whole this whole basic sequence of the movie. These various minutes that surround this scene, there's a lot of activity going on in the background of all these moments. Yeah, 
That's very true. But but what I found very interesting is if you if you notice most of the cases of, of the, the extras in the background, they're they're in pairs. Yes. Sometimes you'll have three together, but you, you don't have like big groups. So it's everyone found their best friend and you know, this is my yes. buddy this is my buddy. They have the buddy. buddy system there in the camp. That's <laughs> very important for safes. That's right. That goes back to Toy Story, you know, you got Pixar. You know, the whole idea of who's your moving buddy. Right. And the lice, they have their own buddy system as well. So it goes for all of them. There you go. There you go. And so at this point, Sedgwick starts looking at, at, at Danny, and, and it, it seems as what's going through and saying to himself, okay, what does Danny know here that I don't? <laughs> you know, what is he going, you know, how, how is he going to try to, you know, what, what's his, maybe he'll help me, you know, and, and I mean, this, this is such a, a great interaction between the two of them coming up because it makes no sense whatsoever. But it's still just a fun. It's one, it's one of the best funny moments of the film. I mean, it's 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 one that jumps out at me all the time. It was just you know for the funny moments of the Great Escape. Remember, it's... okay. Which 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 is which is why uh, you you should be happy that you got the, this week to come and discuss it with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Sedgwick asks Dan, "What Russian do you know?" And he says, "Oh, I only know one." Oh, what's the phrase? And he tells him, "Yavost lubu." Yavost lubu. Yeah, I was trying to figure out exactly what the breakdown. Yavost lubu. Yavost lubu. And Cedric repeats it three times, and and you'd be you'd think that Danny would start cracking up at this point because 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 he knows what he just said to him, and he doesn't know. And and uh, <laughs> they, they they continue walking, and uh, Danny he's holding the axe. And you know he starts he, he, he like he he buttons up his coat a little bit, moves his hat a little bit, and you know while Cedric is continuing to say "Yavasla blue, Yavasla blue," which which makes you wonder why none of the Russians are actually looking at him to try and figure out why he's saying that. Yeah, yeah. The the other guys should be turning around, going, "What? What? You talking to me? Exactly. You talking to me?" <laughs> and then and then uh, Cedric looks at him and says, uh, "What does it mean?" It means I love you. He goes, what bloody good is that? And he goes, well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to use it myself. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking like, all right, uh, Coburn, if, if you don't know what use that is, then I, I can't explain it it's to just, you. It's really, <laughs> really strange. Now, now I, I actually went and did a little bit of research on this because something just didn't seem seem uh, right. It seemed a little off, the this phrase. I actually have a Russian woman who works in my office. So I, I, I showed her and I said to her, I said, Uh-oh. Is he is he saying this, oh, this correctly? It means and something else, doesn't it? She looked at me it? and she says, "Well, what he's saying really does mean I love, but that is not the way someone would say it." Uh, apparently, in in Russian, there's uh, I, I guess you can somewhat call it the, like the royal we, okay, which uh, is part of part of the. Uh, and I, please, anyone who knows Russian, please, for not an expert on this. This is based on what what uh, what what I, what I understood from what was being told to me. Is is that it, it's more like in, it, it would, it's in the, you know, saying Yavas Lablu is a way it's in a, in, in the royal we, which again, as, as an English speaker, I'm not really sure how that, what that really means. It's not something, it's not something you would say to another person. What you would say to them is, uh, like, Yalyablu Tvebya, Tvebya. Something like that. That's how you would say if you were saying to someone, I love you. Now, I, I can't really say that this is a, a mistake in the movie because, you know, Danny doesn't really know Russian. doesn't really make a difference. Someone told him that, that phrase at some point. Right. 
it, I've always always inferred every single time that I've seen this movie that he heard it. He had maybe a Russian lover at some point, and she said that to him or whatever. Which obviously now now understanding that that's not the way someone would say it, um, that that sort of uh, burst that that bubble as to how he would have mm-hmm. heard this. Uh, but but like I said, what I was told is this isn't really a, the 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 way that that people would say that. You know, I found that to be interesting that the way that they they do that. But but his 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 response of just saying I wasn't going to use it is just great. I so I suppose the fact that he's saying it wrong explains why the Russian guys in line with him aren't turning around and and you know being like you talking you know. No, I would think I would think even worse the opposite. I would think if if I was walking somewhere and I hear someone speaking improper English, I would look to try and figure out why they're speaking improper English. <laughs> I suppose it could go. You know, maybe way. maybe this is like a, a Yoda uh, way of saying it. You know, maybe that's what it is. That's it. But but then again, so it's, yeah, it's it's like the backwards way of talking. So yeah, he's love you. I I don't know. So Danny's Russian lover was Russian Yoda. Got it. There you go. That makes sense. That's a possibility. But then again, if I were to hear someone speaking in Yoda English, I would also turn around. You know, that that's me. Maybe maybe these guys are just so burned out already. I mean, you, you can see how how they they all look completely sunburned. Um, I mean, the, the one, once he takes the hat off, that the old guy, you can see that that, that he's he's got a, <laughs> a a reddish brownish hue, which uh, which 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 actually makes it believable that he's been working out outside. I mean, there's also the 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 guy with the mustache right behind Bronson, who's pretty. He's, he looks like a bee. You know, he's so red. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you, you wouldn't wear that hat the whole time. I mean, the, those are those are furry warm hats i mean it gets hot out there cutting down trees you know i mean you, you're gonna take that hat off you're gonna get right but we also it's never established in the movie what month this is you know it could be that it's a little colder now it could be that it's not i don't know i mean we know that the escape in in the movie takes place in july the the real escape uh, took place in march okay and the the, the quote book it took them about a year for all this planning and the movie it doesn't take a year you can it usually it it seems based on the, uh, the the timeline and the way things happen here that two months maybe three something like that. So if it's July, so let's say this is April, May, something like that. So it, it could be this. It is hard chilly. to get a gauge on what the temperature is because there are some guys that are bundled up and there are some other guys that are a little bit lighter on the uh, on the padding uh, there. So yeah, I was watching this just exactly how cold it is out there. Where did they film this though? I mean, you know. It was. It's filmed in Bavaria. It's filmed very close to, to okay. where it took place. Okay. So, hmm. I couldn't tell you what month of the year they filmed this. That's a separate issue. That 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 we'd we'd have to really delve into research to find out when when they filmed this scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Get on it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 if I remember correctly, they 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 were able to do almost all of the uh, within about two months, if I remember correctly. I'll have to I'll have to check into that maybe maybe tomorrow I'll have an answer for you for that okay. as to when they were actually did the the, the production of this that, that would actually be be an interesting thing to check out. So moving along, we we see that it shows once again the the trucks with the the trees moving along uh, driving out. We see two uh, projectiles come off the come off the roof. <laughs> and, in dramatic fashion, dramatic yes. Fashion, <laughs> in order to get there. Which, of course, unnoticed by the guards in the big towers, you know, way up above these rooftops. Um, Wait, what's unnoticed? The fact that they jumped? Yeah, the fact the fact that two guys 
go leaping in dramatic fashion off the roofs of these buildings onto a truck. I mean, oh, are, are the guard towers just really not at all tuned in to the roofs of the buildings? I mean, I would be. My my bigger question was, is how did they get up on the roof? I was wondering that same thing myself. <laughs> I mean, once they're able to get up on the roof and, and somehow, you know, be out of sight of maybe maybe they found more blind spots like like hilts. They they have uh, they have special put on special coats that are uh, covered in the same shingles that are on the roofs of the barracks, so they blend in. It's very unique camouflage, and they threw those off at the last moment and then leapt onto the trucks. Uh, it could be, could be. All right. Well, <laughs> regardless, we, we we can't really tell who they are, but what they do is, is they quickly you know put all the the parts of the trees of, to hide themselves in there. They actually do a nice job of hiding themselves within those trees. Yeah, yeah. Then once again, we see the the, the prisoners. We, we see the rest of the prisoners walking out of the gates, and we see Strathwitz taking a look, watching them all go by. And then he just everyone. And it's interesting that they they're, they're all pretty. Uh, they respond very quickly. Everyone stops. They're, they're, you know, you have all these Russians uh, who we we haven't been able to call Russian soldiers or not. We know that some of them are wearing Russian soldier uniforms. Uh, military uniforms. Which makes the Russian military much older in demographic, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I guess at this point they were just sending anyone they could. I mean, we know we know yeah. that the Germans did that at the end of the war, but mm-hmm. Strachwitz uh, takes a look and, and sees uh, Cedric. Now, it's very interesting. Do you, do you see do you see what's what's sticking out of Strachwitz's uniform? No, no. He, he has some sort of, it, it, it looks like a billfold or something like that. We're, we're going to know tomorrow what it is. Or later this week. It, it's just very strange if you take a look at it. That it's not something. If you're looking at uh, second forty-three, you can see that it, that it has something brown sticking out of the uniform, which which doesn't seem doesn't look to be very comfortable. Okay. And then if if you look at one of the, the, the when when he walks over to, to talk to Sedgwick, the, the the guard next to him, do you see what he has in his belt? Ah. Oh. Uh, he, he's got two hand grenades. Now, what the hell do they need hand grenades in the? In- in a POW camp, you know, I, I understand if the guards, I, I do understand if the guards have guns, it's fine. You know, maybe have nightsticks, but why do you need hand it's grenades? to make things more interesting, you know? I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it was hand grenade week, you know? <laughs> One week they, they say, oh, let's let's mix it up again a bit. Let's have some hand grenades here. And next week we'll pull out a bazooka, you know? Yeah, you got to make things interesting. Or, or another trombone. <laughs> <laughs> trombone week, yeah, that that happened already. So yeah, trombone week and then hand grenade week, yeah. And and then you basically have Danny just does something really stupid here. <laughs> no question about it. Yes, that. I, you I know, absolutely agree. <laughs> you know, Cedric gets caught, and and what's Danny's response? No, 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 net, net, You know, hello. <laughs> that I thought you were supposed to be trying to to escape here. You know, what's the point yeah. of, uh, of... <laughs> he draws attention to himself and, and, you know, I mean, and Bronson, of course, you know, I, I guess he figured he would, because he sounds so authentically Russian. Um, <laughs> it's just... Well, he's meant to be Polish. So, yeah. you know, it's close. Right. <laughs> it's close. And Schauwitz's uh, response is just great, where he basically says, and who vouches for you, Lieutenant? And then the, the minute gets cut off. So we don't know what his last name is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it makes you wonder, how does, you know, it, it, 
he actually did a lot of research before coming to this camp that he's already able yeah, to recognize. Yeah, he knows everybody's too. name. You know, he's got all their details and all that down. I mean, you know, I, I started a new job at a new office about eight months ago, and I'm still learning everybody's name. You know, and he's got it on day one. I mean, yeah, this guy's good management material, that's I guess, right. for a Nazi. That's right. All right. Well, that's it for this minute. Do you have anything else that you wanted to, to, to add for this minute, Todd? I think we're good. All right, great. Why don't you, uh, once again, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you? Uh, Forgotten Films is at ForgottenFilmCast.wordpress.com. Uh, go to ver- your various podcast services to find my podcast, The Forgotten Filmcast, and find me on Twitter at Forgotten Films. All right, and while you're doing that, uh, you can come and uh, rate, review, and subscribe uh, to us on any podcatcher that you're using to listen to this podcast. You can send us an email at TheGreatMinute at gmail.com. You can come and visit us on our uh, Facebook group, The Cooler. You can uh, send us a tweet by Twitter to, to Great Escape MXM, and, uh, or you can visit our website, TheGreatEscapeMinute.com. So, tomorrow, tally-ho. Yavas la blue. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Tally-ho. Tally-ho.